Hello, drivers. Troy here with Talk CDL. If you are looking for a new trucking job, try NCI at 844-311-7076. Mid-sized carrier taking on solo and team company drivers. Fully loaded with benefits. Fully loaded T680 Kenworths. Fridge, freezer, APUs. So much to name. They'll also take on a few lease operators, and they'll also take on a few student drivers if you've graduated from a trucking school. Call NCI today at 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Thank you. You know what sucks? Shopping for truckers insurance. You know what sucks more? Not having it. You want to know how to fix that? Call 800-347-5373 and let the trucking insurance experts at Rev help you get the coverage you need without breaking the bank. Rev specializes in providing insurance of all types to small fleet owners and independent owner-operators. Whether local, short-haul, or long-haul, Rev Insurance can get you covered at a price that fits your budget. From liability damages and cargo to workers' compensation and surety bonds, Rev has your back while you're out there on the road. Call 800-347-5373 or visit www.revinsurance.com. That's R-E-V-I-N-S. U-R-A-N-C-E dot com. That's 800-347-5373. Rev Insurance knows truckers because they only work with truckers. There are some articles that I was shown and I wanted to discuss them with you. So... Ironically, we have headsets on and we can do it on Talk CDL. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I just love the way that just falls in place. I know. Yeah. It's so smooth. So, I mean, obviously, you have something that's trucking related, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you got? An East Tennessee truck driver was sentenced after driving to Atlanta to exploit child sex. Really? Mm-hmm. How old was he? He... Was twenty seven. Really? So he's he's twenty seven year old, and and to me twenty seven is young. But how old was the victim? Eleven. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what do you? What's I? I tell you, I don't get that. I don't get the mind of a pervert. I mean, you know, I'm so glad. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I don't get it. Like, and we've I've dealt with them before. You know what I mean? I've 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 had to kick one or two out of different places as far as in uh, a facility where, if you remember, there was a, uh, what was he, 68? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember his age. Pervy Bob. Remember that guy? Yeah. He, and he had the weirdest, I don't want to say the weirdest mind, but... I'll never forget this. And I mean, why not? Why not talk about it? You know, I mean, we got a trucker doing it. Well, we'll, this guy, we were at our local church. And if you remember, he was a guy that took um, dogs to hospitals to cheer people up. 
And he was kind of a little on the, you know, different side. You know, you, you knew there was something different about him the way he carried himself. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. So what I didn't get, though, was we remember he, the, a couple of the ladies came to us and said, hey, this almost 70-year-old guy is trying to hang around with, like, five-year-old kids outside. And, like, he would sit on the curb and when no other adults are around with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. He was gross. Well, you know, at first you're thinking, okay, maybe it's just a grandpa-loving kind of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you kind of get a, a feeling sometimes when you're around certain people that that's not their intentions, that they're looking at them a little differently. It's like a, well, a so light that's just flickering in their eyes or something. <laughs> the light's flickering, all right. Well, <laughs> I, I don't get the mind. And and the reason I say it is because I've had conversations with different ones, but I had a conversation with him. And we said, hey, Bob. And I remember, I remember saying, hey, I need to talk to you. And what's funny is I was just going to, you know, say, hey, people are a little concerned. Right. And I met him in town on my motorcycle. And he said he showed up on his motorcycle and he said, I'm pretty sure I know what you want to talk to me about. And. And I didn't even indicate that it was something wrong or not. And I just called him and said, hey, I need to talk to you, you know. And he pulls out a mugshot of him mm-hmm. from when he was in prison as a pedophile, right? Wait, wait, or was it a predator? I know there's a difference. One's a predator is worse than a pedophile, right? Predators where they prey on them. Right. I don't remember if he was a pred or a ped. <laughs> what? Well, they're all peds. The difference is, is one's one is. <laughs> it reminds me of a pez dispenser. <laughs> no, you get two different kind. All right. Anyway, so um, I gotta erase that thought. So anyway, so here he is, and he pulls this thing out, paper, showing that he was, you know, in prison for it, and that like. Obviously confirmed that he was, there we were in the midst of this guy and he's, and not realizing nobody's keeping an eye on him because nobody's just, you know, he was a little weird, but next thing you know, he's hanging out with the little kids at the church and you're like, which he's not allowed to be near the little kids. Oh, he's not supposed to be near anybody. Right. So he told me the story of one person and they always blame the victim. They, they, you know, even, I don't care how little of a kid, I mean, it could be a three-year-old kid that they molest, and they will legitimately say that kid was teasing me or something like that. It's just the weirdest conversation, and they, they don't even, they don't even blink an eye when they're talking, and, and I swear to you, their, their blood pressure doesn't even go up one point. No, it's like they've... They have no emotions towards it. So, anyways, so we sit him down over at the fellowship hall the following week to tell him, listen, I'm sorry, but you are not going to be able to do this at the church and attend here with these little kids. 
And he proceeded to just have a normal conversation. He wasn't embarrassed. Like, if you sat me down and said, Troy, we think you're doing something weird, I'd be like, yo, screw you, man. I'm going to punch you in your face, man. I mean, I mean, I would be, like, upset. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and, and as we're talking to him, this guy's just carrying on a conversation like we're talking about bacon and eggs or something. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like a normal conversation to him. And it was the weirdest thing you'll ever see when you're in the presence of a true nutbag that preys on little kids. Mm-hmm. And so now you got a trucker. You said he was 27? Mm-hmm. And he was going to meet an 11-year-old. Yep. Well, he's going to prison. Did, did, did he get a... Did he go to did he go to prison yet? Yes. Well, he's been sentenced according to the um attorney. He's been um communicating with an undercover agent for about a month and um he's been sending most multiple messages to this agent. FBI agent? Mm-hmm. FBI agent on... Um, this is how they caught him? hmm So... So it was almost like... What was the guy's name? Chris Hansen? To, ca- to catch a predator. Yeah. <laughs> but this all happened last year. Okay. This is... this is He's finally been sentenced. This actually has been happening for a year. He started this in January is um, when he started it. And then in February is when they caught him in Georgia trying to meet this 11-year-old girl. And he's been sentenced to 17 years in prison, followed by an additional 10 years of supervised. Is it, I wonder if it's his first offense ever. Well, I mean, I mean, I would think, obviously, if he's attracted to little kids. You said 11-year-old? Yes. Yeah. He was, um, it was 11-year-old girl. He was sentenced in October is when he was convicted. Sorry. And then just sentenced. Okay. So... Wow, and and you said uh, say it again. You said he drove. It wasn't in his tractor trailer. Um. Well, he's. They said that he was a truck driver. An East Tennessee truck driver has been sentenced after traveling to Atlanta to try to sexually exploit someone he thought was an 11-year-old girl. The U.S. attorney says that the 27-year-old Seth Weidman used the internet to try to exploit a vulnerable vulnerable child for sexual gratification. According to the attorney Pack, um, the gentleman Weidman began communicating with an undercover agent on January 16th of 19, thinking he was talking to an 11-year-old girl. The conversations continued for a month. Weidman sent multiple messages trying to meet with with the minor for sex. And then it says that on February 14th, of 19, he traveled to Atlanta area for a planned meeting with the child and was immediately arrested by the FBI. It doesn't say if he was in his tractor or not. Okay. At that time. Right. I mean, would not really, I mean, even be, can you imagine? I mean, if I'm being honest, trucking companies can tell you crazy stories. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we've got a million crazy stories, but can you imagine that though? You get a call from the FBI and you're the trucking company mm-hmm. and they say, Hey, we got kind of bad news for you. Good news. Bad news. Well, Good really? news is we have your truck. Bad news is it's here because of this reason. Well, I don't even know if they say good news, bad news. My, if I was the FBI guy, 
Well, here's the thing, though. If 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 at that point it would be good news because if they'll know at least the FBI had the truck. Because at that point the truck would be out of route, or the truck might you know have missed a pickup or something to that effect. You know. Well, okay. I mean, yeah. In a sense, if the trucking company was missing the truck, that's the good news. Hey, we found your truck, but the Qualcomm could do that also. I'm thinking this because you and I think absolutely the opposite. Ying yang. I'm thinking, hello, trucking company. Bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. Um, we have your truck in impoundment. We have your driver in the clamor or the clink. <laughs> the clamor? <laughs> Don't you call your, your snot clamors? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just called it a clamor. It's a slammer in the clink. In the clink. So clink and slammer is clamor. And... Unfortunately, NBC News uh, has your truck while we're arresting him for child molesting or whatever you want to call it. Which is, it's not even fun to joke about this, Mm-mm. honestly. That's, you know what? Honestly, I, I, I feel bad, obviously, for anybody that's got that mind. Don't you? Well, yeah. I mean, there's definitely something wrong with him when he's or she is thinking that someone that is not, I mean, there's one thing, you know, we are almost six years apart in age. So there's a difference between, you know, grown adults thinking that way. But when you have a, an adult thinking that someone under the age of 18 is yummy in any form whatsoever, mm-hmm. it's, there's something wrong with their brain because you cannot think of them being like, I mean, what do you say to an 11-year-old on a date when you're in a full, full you know, can we want to watch SpongeBob? I mean, I, I don't know what it's, you know what I mean? It's just, to be honest with you, it's just so twisted. Yeah, it is twisted. I mean, wow. I I, I mean, and, and I've seen, remember that show, that To Catch a Predator, mm-hmm. when he would show up, you know what I mean? That Chris Hansen guy, mm-hmm. you know, they would bait these guys in and some of them would be like 50, 60 years old. And they'd come, someone would come a hundred miles to meet like a, what they thought was a nine-year-old or an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old. Right. And, and they're all in that same pre, oh, is it pre-pubescent age group? Yeah. Like they're all right before they would hit any kind of mature, maturity. So what they're looking for is someone that is totally immature, not only in body, but in mind. Yeah. And, and again, I can't dabble into their mind because like I said, to stand there and talk to one and then to watch, you know, somebody else talking to them about their issue and for them to respond, like I said, like, like they're talking about a, uh, 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 a dessert recipe and, and they're just giving you the, the ingredients, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, 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 it sounded no different. Like they're monotone. They're not, uh-huh. they don't get excited. They don't. And the worst part is they're not even ashamed or embarrassed about it. Because they think it's okay. That's the sad part. Right. They, it's normal to them. Right. It's like they were dropped on their head. I, I don't, I mean, you, you can say it any way you want. It's just, it's, it's one of the freakiest. There's thing. something not snapping in their brain. Yep. They're just out there in left field. So anyway, so is that, so he's going to jail. He got yeah. 17 years. So was it 17? Was it 17 and then an additional 10? Oh, Really? Yeah, 17 years in prison followed by 10 years of supervised release. So he has 27 years to have to 
you know, he gets out after 10, but here's the thing. He's 27 years old. So 17 years, right? he's still going to be what? 44. 44. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be younger than me when he gets out of prison, but then he has 10 more years that he has oh, supervised, supervised, which but don't they have to let's register under the, what are, what are they? They have to register as a offender or whatever right. it's called right. for the rest of their life. Right. They should be, yeah, and, and there is a name for it, but they should be, they should have to register. I mean, anytime that there's a child offense done, mm-hmm. you have to register with it. If you're, arrest, if you're arrested for it, like these kids that are 18 and 19 and get in trouble for dating 16-year-olds, you know. That's a, that one's borderline to me. If you get It's 18, borderline, but they still charge them. If, if you get a 19-year-old guy... And he's with a seventeen-year-old girl. I mean, honestly, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call that guy up. He's only going out with a girl a year or two younger than him. You know what I mean? It's like you're just he stepped over the borderline of adulthood. She's still and what they say women are more mature than guys. So a seventeen-year-old girl is probably more mature than a nineteen-year-old guy to begin with. But you know what? I'm not sitting here defending any crime either. At the same time, um, I was gonna ask you about. So he's got seventeen. He's got seventeen years. And additional probation, a supervised visit, and uh, this and this happened in Georgia. He East went. Ten- he's it's an East Tennessee driver, so yeah, I, he traveled to Atlanta, so he crossed state lines. Okay, you know, you know, and that's the thing I was going to say. One of the things about, and and it's a shame actually, when you think about this young truck driver. You know, there's a guy who's 27. You got a career going as a truck driver. You know, something you can build on. And then you throw it all away. And I can tell you right now, if, if you want the truth, you call most of these trucking companies and tell them that you have a sexual crime. 99% are not going to hire you. Mm-hmm. So if you want to, you know, on top of ruining your life, have your career and everything shot down. I talked to a truck driver one time and he, he had called me and I was working for this truck trucking company. I won't say who it was. And he, he called and he Explained to me who he was and what he had going against him. And it was, um, he'd gone to prison for, you know, I, I couldn't, I don't remember if it was raping one or, or, you know, just bottom, bottom line is he destroyed some kid's life, you know? And, uh, I, I told him, I said, listen, brother, I, I said, there's absolutely no way I can, I could hire you. I, there's, I just couldn't, I can't policy. I, I, I said, I said, look, we, we just can't. And he said, yeah, that's, that's me being punished, you know, the rest of my life for a crime I've already paid for. And he, he was really upset, but he could not understand. He could not understand why somebody doesn't want to take a chance on him. And if you think about it, look at this guy here. Went across state line. We don't know if he was in his semi-truck or not. It didn't say. It didn't say, no. But just imagine if he took somebody's company truck across state line, and committed this offense. Mm-hmm. Okay, now what happens if another trucking company hires you, and, and this is what I want anybody out there to think about, what happens if a trucking company hires you knowing you had just raped or molested children and were in prison for it? Now what if a company says, we're going to take a chance on you, and you can't control yourself and you go across state line in someone's company truck, do you realize 
how much that falls under negligent hiring. Do you realize it isn't just you that's in trouble now? Because when they start looking for big, giant, fat paychecks, they're going to take the big trucking company that you just committed your atrocity in, and they're going to sit down, and the smart lawyers are going to get every every transcript, every piece of paper, everything you put your name on with that trucking company, including your employment, including the criminal background that showed that they knew you had this crime against you. And so and what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to let everybody out there know and try to understand why it's hard for that type of crime to get on board at any trucking company. Because now, negligent hiring, and you go out and you hurt a kid across state line, or even in the same state, in their tractor trailer? The company just got you know, shut down, no matter speaking, that's what would happen. Well, maybe not shut down, but they're going to have to get a their checkbook out and write a big fat check, one that hurts. It isn't worth it. No, that's why they won't do it. Right. And you could tell everybody how much you've changed all you want, but the, the chance the the chance they're taking to hire you, you know, there's certain hires that the odds go through the roof of we're in a lot of trouble if this guy gets in trouble. And right. that's probably one of the biggest. Yeah, it is. They don't they don't mess anything around with when it comes to anything against a child, period. I mean, that's why we have TAT. That's why we, you know. Yeah. That's why we have all these different organizations in the trucking industry to protect. Well, somebody's got to protect the children. True. You know, they I, can't protect themselves. They, they, not at that age, they can't. Well, no, because most children are still trying to figure anything out. I mean, they don't. You're you're looking at a, a ten. If you're looking at a nine, ten, and eleven year old, nine, ten, and eleven year olds are just getting. They're still going. They're 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 still in elementary school, trying to get out of elementary school to get into middle school. So they haven't learned anything at all about life, or, I mean, they're. They're still learning multiplications. So to go and try and think that you're going to um, have them go and and function as an adult, thinking like an adult, mm-hmm. that's screwing that kid's head up, period. They can't, they can't, it's, it's too much for them. It's, it's, they can't comprehend it. They, they don't, half the time kids they can't even make their own beds. They can't do their own wash at those ages. And you're wanting them to be an adult and be in an adult relationship. That's they well, don't they don't understand consequences. They don't how do they don't even half of them don't even understand death at that time. And you want them to do that. It, it's you can't it's you can't do it. Well, I was just thinking as as you were saying that I was thinking to myself, eleven year old kids, ten year old kids, fifteen year old kids. Like you said, you can't even get them to clean their room. Okay, you can't get them to to be steadily, you know, mature enough to. Well, not not every kid, but some kids are better than others. But right, some of them are a little bit more mature mentally. But just the goofing around that, you know, just the mind of that child, you know, what's more important to them than anything at that stage of their life is clowning around in their friends, right? Fun, having fun, having playing, right? So you're right. Yeah, an adult mind should not be around ever around. You know, whatever. No. Little girls at that age are still playing Barbies. Yeah, exactly. They're playing with Barbies and little pet shops and um, all the other new little gadgets that are coming out with. They still want to play the games that like 
you know, Monopoly Junior or operation where they get the thrill, the buzzer going off them. That's the way, that's the mentality of these children right now. They're playing video games. They're not sitting there trying to think of an of an adult relationship and responsibilities as an adult. Yeah. So, so you know, bottom line, you know, we discussed all things trucking, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the whole nine yards. This is definitely one of the uglies. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a shame uh, when, they have to say a trucker did this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's that's is what it is. You know, it just gives us all a black eye. So I I hope that this is a a uh, a warning. But to be honest with you, again, you're not going to convince them to act any different. That kind of a mind. No. So they don't have the mentality. I mean, they just they don't understand it. Okay. Well, let's move on, Ruth. And this is uh kind of a an issue we're glad he was caught right mm-hmm. i mean to be honest with you can you imagine can you imagine sitting in your truck on your computer at night thinking you're talking to some whatever but you know i, I often tell people this remember we did a story on that trucker i think it was about two years ago we did a story on a trucker that got duked remember him he, he got duped by a woman in another country that was supposedly fighting in the rebel war over there or some crap. And she was in danger and he was going to... Oh, gonna f- yeah, 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 yeah. And he was actually from Atlanta. Right. And he was going to fly her over. And, and and she took him for like twenty or thirty or $40,000. And then, then he sent her more money when she didn't show up. But here's the here was the worst part of that story. He never... One time physically talked to her on the phone or seen her. All he ever seen was a picture and an email. So this mm-hmm. this dude was chatting back and forth in an email on a picture. It, like I said, it, it could have been it could have been it could have been the Taliban. <laughs> you know what I mean? Been. It could have been anybody <laughs> just sending him a thing saying, Hi, my name is Barbie or whatever the hell he was they were using. And this dude was like sending them sending what he thought was a female money. And it's just like this this dude that just got caught, right? Mm-hmm. What's he doing? He's up there in Tennessee, sitting in his bunk probably every night, thinking he's talking. You said it was an FBI agent, right? Yes. So there he is, thinking he's talking to, you know, some little girl that's 11 years old. Meanwhile, I would imagine, can you imagine what, if they could show like a split camera? There he is in his bunk with a big smile on his face, thinking he's thinking he's going to meet an 11-year-old. And there's a whole team of FBI agents in the other screen with their Fabi jackets on. And, and uh, yeah, exactly. Talking to him like they're a little kid. And he there he is just, you know, out in a gaze. No different than the trucker that got duked. Mm-hmm. So what's going on, girl? You, wanna, you want me to move on to the next subject? Yeah. You got one. What's the word of the day? Do you got one? I have a couple, but... You know what's funny? I love it. People are asking you now. We just did that interview the other day with uh, the uh, Mm -hmm. truck driver that was Mm -hmm. murdered. Mm -hmm. Or no, the truck driver that murdered the warehouse worker. The mom. With her. And what'd she do at the end of the podcast? Ruthann, I missed it today. What's the word of the day? It was like people like like to hear your word of the day. I should start posting them. You should. Yeah, I should. That's really cool. That's what I'll do. I'll start posting them on Talk City all every day. All right. So, what is the word of the day? All right. So, I'm going to do a couple you, of them. Are you going to let them say it, or are you going to go ahead and? Oh, I have to let them say it because I'm too too. Um, Let's hear the word. I of don't the day. pronounce very well. All right. So, I'm going to let them say it, and then I'll give the deaf. Effigy. Effigy. Say it again. 
Effigy. Effigy. Isn't that usually a guy that says it? You... No, it goes back and forth. Okay. So but effigy. 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 Um, effigy. 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 And it's spelled E-F-F-I-G-Y. Effigy. Because see, my mind was pronouncing it effigy. Because I'm thinking, of, the way she's saying I'm thinking of Aflac, but no. no. What, so effigy, what's, how, what is effigy? It is a dummy of a disliked person or object. A likeness of a person's appearance on a monument, usually in sculpted form. Okay, that's effigy. And you yeah. said you had another word. Yeah. So it's so this is the words of the day. Yeah, I'm doing ketchup. Oh, okay, go ahead. Circumlocution. 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 Couldn't do it. Do it again. Circumlocution. 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 Okay. Is it something to do with something round? No. What is it? And this is so much for you. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. A really cool host of a show? No, 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 no. No? What is it? Using more words than necessary to express a thought. Circumlocution. Yes. Can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> His drawn-out speech was not only boring, but it was pure circumlocution oh. and made no real points. <laughs> That's not even funny. That's not me. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, wait, do we have more words or not? Circumlocution. Yeah. Somebody, uh, a bunch of words that are unnecessary and boring. Okay. And this is the one that I got. This is the one that I actually got this morning. Go ahead. Hold on. Juggernaut. 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 That's like. A juggernaut, isn't that like a, um, I mean, well, if you ever seen that movie, 13 Ghosts? I know. I love that movie. He was the juggernaut. Yep. But I never knew what the actual definition was. That's a cool movie. It is a cool what movie. What is the, it's, isn't it, it's, you know, Joe Rogan is, right? Obviously. Yeah. He is like one of the number one podcasts in the world. Right. And he was a host at, he's a UFC ring announcer, not ring announcer, but um, commentator. And he also used to host Fear Factor. Mm-hmm. Not that I need to tell people who Joe Rogan is. But anyways... Back in the day when he, I mean, you know, I always watched the UFC. One of his biggest terms were when it was a short, stocky guy that was really bad to the bone, he'd say, that dude is a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. Is that what it means? Okay, what does it mean? An overwhelming force that destroys anything in its path. An institution that inspires blind devotion and sacrifice. Well, that's exactly what he was saying. He's a juggernaut, man. He was tough. He was Yeah. I mean, a juggernaut to me is something like a tornado is what I would think of, you know, but it's not. It's just uh-huh. an overwhelming force that destroys anything in its path. And then it just is weird because the second definition is an institution that inspires blind devotion and sacrifice. That would be um, something. Oh, I'm listening. Oh, okay. When you're doing your eyeballs, I kind of thought that you're like, just shut up, please. No, no, no. I was actually relaxing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody what time it is here at the studio? Delirious. It's 1130. Uh, at night. <laughs> at night. Yesterday, you woke me up at 5. A.M. A.M. <laughs> so, um, yeah. That's pretty weird at last night then, too. All right. So let's wrap this up. Uh, Guys and gals out there, I mean this sincerely, um, watch for 
the children. I mean it. Keep uh, your eye out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the truckers against trafficking uh, is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Get involved. Uh, these guys that take advantage of being a truck driver. I'll tell you right now, being a trucker, you can really take advantage of crime because you're in one city here, one city there. Mm-hmm. But you know something? They say the average person in a day is on video. It's, so at, it's like, well, at one time, 10 years ago, it was like 17 times a day. Yeah. I don't know what it is today. It's probably 30, 40 times. It has to a, be more. Yeah. You, everybody has video somewhere. Yeah. So if you think you're out there, I mean, this is. Ruth Everyone Ann, gets caught. Ruth Ann's a gigantic forensic files nut. Okay. She watches it faithfully. Yep. And, and, and Ruth Ann, would you not say how many people have been caught because they went and got the, the last 10 miles of the, of the, where the criminal traveled, they went and got the videos from every store yep. and red light. And guess who passed by the yep. one they suspected. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. the forensics that they could pull out. I mean, if if there was ever a way I could reverse time instead of going into the career that I started out going into, I would definitely finish my medical and go into the forensic side of it all and be the forensic pathologist that I would have wanted to be. Your career is Troy's wife. Ugh, yeah. That's a good career. It's, it's definitely an exhausting one. No, it's not. It's a rewarding one. Yes. <laughs> Exhaustingly. <laughs> so, so go, go. It, it's not, here's the thing you were saying about going with the, with the, with all the, the videos and stuff. You have your bank videos, you have your light videos, you have your toll plazas, you have. You're on video all day long. Grocery stores or other, you know, Walmarts and stuff. They have them outside in the parking lot. So. Not to mention people's dash cams. Yes. Everybody has dash cams. A lot of people have a lot of dash cams going on these days. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's fast to pull their damn phone out and video when they think something's going on because we might just get some viral here. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, That's true. It, it's true. It's it very, is true. It's very true. So I would, I would, not that I'm trying to help you commit a crime. I'm telling you, mind your P's and Q's out there if you're thinking of doing things. Don't do it. As a trucker. Just don't do it. Everyone gets caught. You, There's a very. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. There's very few, the only, you know... Except the Zodiac Killer. They never caught him. No, you know why? Because forensics wasn't big back then. Like, they didn't have enough forensics back then. Mm-hmm. Now they have so much forensics. They have stuff that I was watching that on some of the newer episodes... Episodes? I have no idea. It's <laughs> going on 12 here. It was... Starting to get delirious. Yeah. It was really... Because it was some of the DNA testing that... I had no idea that they could separate the the chromosomes out the Y and the X and mm-hmm. actually tell you if the victim was a male or a female just by that DNA. They splice it out and they find out if it was a male or a female victim off of a blood sample. Oh, it's getting better and better. And oh, better. it's getting extremely. I mean, I already knew of some of them, but that was, that was one like, Oh, I didn't know that. So mm. learning something new. Cool. So you want to wrap this podcast up or do you have other stuff to talk about? No, we're going to wrap this one up because I'm going to get more and more delirious soon. I think. All righty. Well, I guess uh, till we meet again. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.